Hey, Shalene. It's Megan from Minnesota. I just wanted to come on and say that I've been a fan for years, but I recently came across your podcast at a really low part in my life, and I cannot get enough. I find myself digging deep, and I can say that you have helped me emotionally, mentally, physically, and with my side biz. You really are amazing for helping all these people, and I cannot say thank you enough. Love you. Honestly mean it, and thank you so much. Hey there, welcome to this special edition. Aren't they all special editions? No, really, this is a special one. You need this one. Today on The Shaleen Show, things you need to say no to. Welcome to The Shaleen Show. Shaleen is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. I don't think I need to go into why you need to say no. I mean, you know you need to say no. I just want to point them out to you. Maybe you need to hear it from someone other than your own subconscious that these things are not good for you and you need to say no to them. And maybe it's not even saying no. Maybe it's saying, oh, not right now, but thanks for thinking of me. Let's begin. First up, self-centered, self-absorbed friends and family members. Now I know what you're thinking. Well, Shaleen, how do I say no to family members if they're in my own home, like they're in my household. I didn't say you had to kick them out. I didn't say you didn't have to be kind. I just said, you don't have to say yes to everything. Like, remember, we teach people how to treat us. Say no to activities, events, social gatherings that you're not looking forward to, that you don't want to go to politely send in your RSVP and let them know, unfortunately, you will not be able to attend. You don't need to give people the reason why. You don't need to explain yourself. And going just because you feel like you have to is not good reason enough. Who cares? And frankly, they probably won't. No one's going to miss you. Instead of sending in your RSVP that you'll be there with two, send in your polite regrets. Say no to spending time with people who expect you to be their therapist or simply are such a drain on your energy that it feels like such a burden. Like you have to psych yourself up to spend time with this person. Why are you doing it? Like, what are you getting out of it? That doesn't mean you have to drop them from your life and that you don't care about them. You can pray for their prosperity and send love out into the universe to them without having them drain you to the point of empty. Like, why are you doing that? Say no. Say no to the people who continually tap you for money and resources and nothing changes. Like, frankly, if someone continually comes to you for a loan or for advice and nothing is changing except that they just keep coming back, you're not helping them. As they say, teach a man to fish, he'll never go hungry or something like that. Is that how the phrase goes? Okay, you know, don't hate me. Don't judge me. I have a little bit of a cold. But you know what? You know the quote that I'm talking about. But if you give a man a fish, he never learns how to fish. In other words, if you keep bailing this person out, you're not doing them any favors. And this goes for your children too. Say no to certain social media accounts. We've talked about this before, but if there are accounts that when you look at the content, it makes you feel not as pretty, not as cute, not as smart, not as exciting, not as well put together. If it triggers negative feelings towards yourself, you should just say no to those accounts. And you can do this by just hiding them or you can unfollow them. 
Now, I don't think you need to unfollow everyone who's, you know, doing a little bit better than what you are. I'm just saying if they trigger negative feelings and there's things that every time you see it, it just, you don't feel good about yourself and then you kind of end up spiraling, well, then unfollow those accounts or at least hide them. Now, there are certain accounts that I think you probably should continue to follow because they inspire you and they motivate you and you believe that you can be there too and it's good to see that right? That's inspiration. There's a difference between inspiration and, you know, the kinds of stuff that just triggers negative feelings about yourself. Say no to the types of accounts that make you feel that way. Say no to social activities or decisions which you know are not healthy for you. For example, you've got that one friend who every time you get together, you tend to eat too much, drink too much, gossip too much, and it's just not good. It's not healthy, and and you know it to be so. Say no, or at a minimum say, well, I've got something else in mind. Why don't we try taking a hike? Or let's take a workout class together. Or maybe I've been thinking about how important it is to meditate and I'm not looking forward to it, but I know I need to do it. And why don't we try doing that together? In other words, maybe you're not saying no. Maybe you're saying, how about this instead? Say no to that big new project that you've been thinking that you need to take on, that thing that everybody else is doing. You feel like you're supposed to be doing it too, but yet you've got this pit in the bottom of your stomach and this little voice in the back of your head that says, is this really the right time? Should I really be doing this? If it's something you know you'd love to do, but maybe this isn't the right time, perhaps the right response is not right now. Thank you very much. Say no to it for now and consider doing it later when the timing is right. Say no to being used. You know your value. If you're an entrepreneur, you decided to start your own business because you didn't want a job. You didn't want to have to be at a desk from nine to five every single day. So if you're an entrepreneur and now what's happening is you're allowing people to demand your time 24-7, seven days a week, really what you've done is you've made yourself an employee of your own business, but it's worse than that because at least when you had a job, you could leave at five o'clock, but when you don't establish boundaries and you say yes to everyone and you respond to their messages and their inquiries on Saturday night and on Sunday morning and on, you know, your kid's birthday, what you're doing is you're saying yes to other people and you're creating a 24-7, seven-day-a-week job. You're undervaluing your own worth. Say no or just don't respond. Now, it's not about other people having boundaries. It's about you having better boundaries. And frankly, there's a lot of times where the person we need to say no to is ourselves. Like when you catch yourself doing things because if you don't do it, no one else will do it, you need to say no. Like making your kids bed or being that person in your friendship who always schedules the get-togethers. Say no to yourself when you catch yourself wanting to volunteer again for something that you you know is a thankless job and that you hate and you dread it and it takes up so much time, but you're just doing it because you want to be a people pleaser. No, say no. Stop yourself and say no before you invite that person to come and stay in your home who just you absolutely think they're a horrible house guest and you would much prefer them coming to visit and getting a hotel room. Then say no to yourself before you offer up your home. Say no to bad habits. Like 
eating dinner every night after 9 p.m. or, you know, buying junk food or stopping off and getting fast food because you're starving and you went so many hours between meals. Say no to yourself when you're making a choice that doesn't honor your health. Say no and mean it when your kids ask you for something. And when I say mean it, if they're asking you for something that the answer is no, say no once. Stop saying no 30 times and then eventually saying yes. Say no once and then ignore them. If they ask again, you say, I already gave you your answer and drop it. And if they continue to badger and debate and hound you and make excuses and arguments, explain to them the consequences for not listening the first time, but do so very calmly. Say no once and mean it. Say no to bad clients, the clients who suck the life out of you and you dread every minute, whether you're a hairdresser or a personal trainer, a therapist, a doctor, a lawyer. If you're in a service-based business, the people that you spend time with have a direct reflection on your quality of life. You don't have to give service to people who you absolutely can't stand and who are sucking the life out of you and you know who they are. The people who they disrespect your time, they're manipulative or negative or their energy sucks. And frankly, by hanging on to those clients, you're not making room for the type of people who you love and who help you feel restored and you love everything about your job and the thing that you do and it restores your passion and your purpose. So stop saying yes to those people. Start saying no to them. And you don't just say, listen, I want to break up with you. You can say, ah, you know what? My calendar is just so full. I don't have any space this week or next week or next month or next year. You don't have to give them a reason. And if you want to, you can. You can say, you know what? I think you would be much better served by someone else. I don't think I'm the right massage therapist for you. I don't think I'm the right psychologist, attorney, lawyer personal trainer, fill in the blank, dog trainer, whatever it is. Life is so much better when you choose who it is you spend time with and where you share your gift. Say no to that adult child who, for whatever reason, is really good at manipulating mom or dad, making you feel guilty because of something you did or didn't do for them when they were a child. Listen, you did your best. You're not helping that adult child by now going overboard with them and giving them things that they don't need and that they can provide for themselves and allowing their guilt to hold you hostage. You did your best. And you're not helping matters by continuing to take care of them and to coddle them and to do for them. Love them. Forgive yourself. Say no to the guilt. Okay. Speaking of gratitude, I want to express my gratitude to our ex-neighbors, Chuck and Vicky for recommending that we get a sleep number mattress 17 years ago. I'm not joking. You've heard me talk about this mattress before, and now I'm super duper excited because we've been using sleep number mattresses in our home for over 17 years. I'm really excited that they are now going to be a sponsor of The Shalene Show. So let me tell you this. We sleep on a sleep number bed that's called a smart bed, or it's a 360 smart bed. It's insane. It can lift Brett's head independently of mine. So if he's snoring at night, I don't have to like wake him up five times and go, honey, you're snoring. He's so cute when I do that, by the way. I can just raise his head up while he's sleeping without having to wake him up and he stops snoring. This bed allows one person to sleep with the bed firm and the other person to sleep with their side soft. 
there's no comparison to it. In fact, it was rated as highest in customer service satisfaction with mattresses by JD Power in 2018. That also makes me very proud. By the way, my sleep number is currently at a 40 and Brett is at a 55. But when my body, I don't know, sometimes I just need my bed to be firmer and I don't have to change mattresses. I just change the setting. It's awesome, you guys. It's amazing. Once you sleep on this bed, you'll never go back. Sleep Number is the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL. In order to be healthy, you need to have your sleep. So get a quality mattress. You can go check them out yourself. Just go into one of their stores. They have a bajillion of them. Well, 575 to be exact nationwide. So you will find one close to you. Or write this down. Actually, I don't think you'll forget it. Sleepnumber.com forward slash Shaleen. I'm telling you, once you sleep on this bed, you're not going to want to stay in a luxury hotel or anywhere else unless they have a sleep number bed. Check it out and back to the show. Say no to doing life stuff at work. It makes you a less productive employee. It makes you less focused. And I know sometimes you have to do that. But oftentimes we let these two things bleed into each other as opposed to being more organized and thoughtful about our time. You're going to get more accomplished and you're going to get that promotion. You're going to become the most valuable person on the team. When you go to work and you sit down and you ask yourself, okay, what was I hired to do? What is that thing? And go to your boss and even ask your boss that. Like, what can I do every day? Like, if you could give me one thing that it's like, okay, Chalene, this is why we hired you. This is the most valuable thing you can do every single day. Just what is that thing? Like, get some clarity there and just do that as opposed to going in and out of personal stuff and work. And conversely, say no to doing work when you're at home when you're in your life. And this is true for those of you who are entrepreneurs too. One of the worst things I ever did was when Brett and I were first you know, trying to build our businesses and home with the kids. I just kind of did 10 minutes of life and then 10 minutes of work and then 30 minutes of work and then 30 minutes of life. And so it never felt like I was done working. I didn't organize my time so that I could work in chunks. Like, all right, if I just focus and go for two hours straight, I'm going to get five hours worth of work done. Because when you start and stop and start and stop, you take three times as much time to get back to where you were when you left off. It's not multitasking. You're actually toggling back and forth between activities. And each time you do that, your brain has to restart. And it's such a waste of time and energy. And it makes you feel exhausted. So try not to mix those things. Say no to that and say yes to having a hardcore, definitive, no exceptions, calendar, a schedule, and stick to it. Having said that, say no to distractions. You know, when you see your phone ringing and you know it's your mom and you love her to death, but you are in the middle of a work project, you've got to say no. And you say no to yourself. Just don't pick up the phone. Stop yourself before you do that. Say no to things that you know are distracting you because the more distractions you have in your life, the more anxiety, nervousness, self-loathing. We feel worse about ourselves because we know there's something we needed to do. We know we have that time is our most valuable asset. So when we allow distractions to take us away from being our best, it just has a negative impact on all areas of our life. So that means you have to say no 
to notifications. Turn off your email notifications. Turn off your Facebook notifications. Turn off your whatever it is. Remove distractions. Put a note on your door if you work from home that says, business hours, enlist them. And you might think, well, that's kind of crazy. But if you have a neighbor or people that love to just drop in, it's a nice friendly reminder to them. And it can be very, very important, especially if you're trying to build something from home. Like if you're a stay-at-home mom who is trying to get everything done with the kids, right? And you're trying to build a business, you're trying to create the side hustle, and you're trying to be a great mom, and you've got exactly one hour to, you know, create that email list or to write that blog. You've got exactly one hour while the kids are sleeping and now your neighbor stops over or your best friend or someone calls you. You have got to say no because by saying no, you're saying yes to your dream. You're saying yes to your family. You're saying yes to your vision for what it is you want. Say no to that person who doesn't need a third chance. You already gave them a first chance. You already gave them a second chance. Now, this might be your biological mother. It might be an ex-boyfriend. It might be a friend. It could be a coworker. But this person has burned you over and over again. They've, quote, hurt you. I actually don't like it when people say that because, well, the truth of the matter is no one can hurt you or burn you twice without permission. Certainly the first time, it's possible that you didn't know what you were stepping into or that you were a child and you didn't have any choice in the matter. But now you're an adult, right? Or now you have hindsight to realize that who this person is. They've already shown you their true colors. And out of the kindness of your heart, because you don't even understand it because you would never do these things, right? Like you just don't even get it. Like how could a person lie or how could a person be this way? And so you want to continually give that person an opportunity to get it right, to do right this time. But when you say yes to that person, you're saying no to yourself. You've got to say no to them. And you can pray for them. You can love them from afar. But you have to understand they just don't have what it is you wish they had. And it's not personal. It is no reflection of how amazing you are. It's not like if you could be more perfect, if you could be all of the things that they need you to be, that they would be different. That's not true. They are who they are. For their own reasons, they are broken. For their own experiences, they can't see and respect and admire and see your greatness and love you in the way that you need them to. They can't do right. They don't have those tools. So by saying yes to them again, you're giving them permission to do the same things. I believe it was Maya Angelou. Is it Angelou or Angelo? Either way, her quote is, when people show you who they are, believe them. And it's so true. We want to think highly of people. We want to believe that, gosh, if given the other chance, If given another opportunity, they're going to get it right this time. But it's rarely the case. I mean, there are rare exceptions, but you're going to know it. You will know it well in advance. If you're wondering if they're going to do right this time, they probably won't. So say no. Learning to say no is one of the best things you will ever do for yourself. Now, it is a skill. And sometimes it's difficult to say no. Sometimes you can use 
other vocabulary because it's, it's just more comfortable to say, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. But unfortunately, that doesn't work right now. It's sometimes more comfortable to say, oh, shoot, I wish I could. Yes, I'd love to, but sometimes that's easier to get out. The bottom line is you've got to overcome your fear of rejection. One of the reasons why we hesitate to say no is because we want to be loved. We want to be accepted. We want people to like us. We don't want to be rejected. But when we do that, we end up rejecting ourselves. We end up feeling trapped, feeling resentful, feeling guilty, feeling stuck. I want you to feel empowered. I want you to feel free. I want you to know the feeling of freedom and empowerment that comes with saying no, which in effect is saying yes to you. So learn to say no. I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon.